It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. For the love of Pete, it's something you might say when your car gets damaged, but that won't get you the help you need for your vehicle. As someone named Jake, what you should be saying is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For help filing your claim 24-7, whether it's on the phone, online, or on the award-winning State Farm mobile app, however you choose. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Raptors Andrea Bargnani Memorial Trivia Tournament. I am your host Sean Woodley and I'm so pleased to have you with us today. Today we kick off our 32-person knockout style Raptors Trivia Tournament. Each matchup will feature seven questions in honor of our dearly departed pasta and sauce salesman Andrea Bargnani. At the end of seven questions, the contestant with the most points will be declared the winner and will advance to the next round of competition. And without further ado, let's meet our contestants for the opening matchup. First up, the four seed in the Mike James region, a basketball news editor for The Score, a Tennessee Titans fan, and veteran of one Hoop Talks NBA Trivia Night. Please welcome Andrew Joe Potter. How are you, man? Hey, it's good to be here. Well, I'm going to have a lot of fun today. I hope I uh, don't get too embarrassed by uh, Charles over here. Uh, well, yeah, so let's get to our second contestant here. Squaring off against Andrew, a finalist at the inaugural Hoop Talks NBA Trivia Night, lost in the finals to the Raptors HQ team, unfortunately, uh, and a beloved Twitter friend of the podcast. It's Charles. Hey, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. How are you? I am fantastic. Ready to get this thing going. Uh, and so here are the, how it's going to work. There's a bunch of questions. There are certain point amounts allotted to each question. Most of them are one-point questions. A couple will be worth two uh, little bonuses here and there. And uh, there is also, uh, at the end, the seventh question will feature a bunch of answers. And we'll go back and forth between the two of you. And you will go until you can't answer anything else. Uh, you'll just throw names out or answers or whatever it is that you have to throw, the, the however many answers there are. Well, you'll see when we get to it what I'm talking about here. Um, and that'll be sort of the place where you can make up points, I suppose. And, and, uh, and I'll, I'll explain that final question when we get to it. But until then, uh, pretty straight question answer uh, to buzz in. Say your name, and uh, we'll get to the person who buzzed in with their name first. Uh, if they get it incorrect, the person who did not buzz in will get a chance to steal a point. Uh, and if not, you don't lose points or anything for incorrect answers. You just uh, answer. If you get it right, you get a point. If not, you don't get a point. We move on to the next question. Sound good, everybody? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Great. Uh, let's go question one then. One person currently working for the Raptors organization was featured in the 2001 NBA All-Star Game in which Vince Carter and Antonio Davis were named for the East team. Who is that person? Uh, Charles. Charles, what do you got? Is it Stackhouse? It is Jerry Stackhouse who made the uh-huh. team for the Detroit Pistons. Uh, all right, that is a resounding start for Charles. <laughs> <laughs> I sounded so confident with that one. You certainly did. Uh, all right, so it's one nothing after one question for Charles. Shout out to Jerry Stackhouse. He uh, had some big ass seasons when he was uh, in his younger days. Um, I had the basketball reference page up here. I lost it. That 2001 season, he finished with uh, 29.8 points a game, which is 
truly insane. Wow. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure. He only had he had five assists a game in that season too, which is not kind of nuts because uh, you would figure Jerry Stackhouse wouldn't want to pass it very much. That was one of his best assist seasons of all time. Uh, a wonderful season for, from Stack, and uh, he's now an excellent coach for the Raptors 905. So, uh, all right, that's one point for, for Charles. Moving on to the next question here, question two. Uh, which Raptor head coach has the second highest winning percentage after Dwayne Casey's mark of 560? Uh, Andrew. Andrew, what you got? Is it Sam Mitchell? It is not Sam Mitchell. Uh, Charles? Charles, I'll just yep. go with, is it Butch Carter? It is not Butch Carter. It's Lenny Wilkins with a winning percentage of five, 459, uh, which is super sad. Dwayne Case is the only guy with a winning percentage above 500. <laughs> um, yeah, Lenny Wilkins. He's like the all-time leader, I think, in both wins and losses, which is kind of crazy. Um, but so no points for either of you there. Uh, very disappointing. I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm upset with both of you. But we'll go to the next question here. Question number three. Uh, who did the Raptors trade in order to acquire Mike James a few weeks before the start of the 2005-2006 season? Andrew. What you got? Was it uh, Jalen Rose? It was not Jalen Rose. Charles, you have a chance to oh, steal. Oh, man. I'm dying here. Uh, <laughs> was it Mo Pete? I don't remember. No, it was not Morris Peterson. The answer is Skip to Malou, Ray for Alston. Yeah. A really weird straight-up trade that is not yet uh, completed at NBA Live 2006. So Ray for Alston is still on the Raptors. Mike James is not. You have to manually make that trade <laughs> if you want to relive Mike James's 20-point-a-game season. Um, yeah, that's all I got on that. Mike James, what a year that was. The 05-06 season was uh, truly, truly bizarre. Um, Next question here. This is an audio question. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play the clip, uh, and you have to tell me who is talking and what the video is about. It'll be one point for each if you get the person talking, and then an extra, uh, and then a, a bonus point if you know exactly what the video is about. Um, so I'll play the clip. It'll be about 10 seconds long, and uh, at any time you can buzz in and uh, and try to give me your answer. Sound good? Yep. All right. So uh, here is the clip. Here and I'm offering you. Boxing Day special, post-Christmas special, a New Year's special. Why don't you bring a 2008 year in right? Charles? Yep. Is that Chris Bosch's all-star like cowboy pitch video thing? That is absolutely Chris Bosch's all-star cowboy pitch video thing. You get <laughs> <laughs> you get two points for that, Charles. Uh, Andrew, you heard that, right? It's not a, a... Oh, yeah, that's not unfair, right? If you can... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought I buzzed in there, but... Maybe the audio was... Uh, I did not hear you buzz in. I'm sorry. Uh, I'll, I'll buzz in louder for sure. Okay. That's on me. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Charles gets the points. Would you have it had, had it correct, Andrew, or no? Uh, yeah. Yeah? That's a, that's a, that's a classic drop, so... Ah, damn it. Uh, well... Uh, yeah, it's, that's on me. All right. We can yeah. split a point yeah. one each if you want. That's fair. What's that? Sorry? It's two points. We split a one each if you want. Uh, I, I didn't hear Andrew buzz in. That's... I think it's got to be on. Maybe my ears are bad, but I heard Charles. I didn't hear Andrew. Uh, Are we a liar? (laughs) (laughs) It's exactly what's happening here. I got got ground to make up, though. It's pressure's on. All right. Uh, So after four questions, it's three nothing for Charles. Uh, Let's move on to the next one here. The Raptors have picked in the top ten of the NBA draft thirteen times in their history. How many times have they picked third overall?
What you got? Is it zero? It is zero. They have picked wow. uh, in every spot in the top five, aside from number two, and they also have never picked six or ten. Um, so yeah, uh, no way. Yeah, zero for for the the times they picked th- third, and one point for Charles. Charles is uh, he's got a bit of a cushion here. Don't worry, Andrew. There's still time for you to catch up. It's okay. Um, I gotta swing for the fences. <laughs> yeah, you didn't buzz in for that one either, like right? You you uh, <laughs> we didn't miss buzz there. <laughs> no, I I had that one right too. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the next question here is multiple choice. There are two points if you buzz in with the correct answer before I read out the the four possible answers. Uh, one point if you get it after I, I read out the answers. Sound good? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so question six, multiple choice. Which franchise do the Raptors have the fewest wins against in their history? Is it A, the Denver Nuggets? B, the San Antonio Spurs? C, the Miami Heat, or D, the Golden State Warriors? Andrew, what you got? Uh, Let's go Spurs. You are correct, sir. Uh, So one point for Andrew. He's on the board finally. Six questions in. Uh, I didn't miss a question, did I? No, I'm good. You guys just didn't get any. Oh, you guys guys got shut out on question four. That's why I I missed that one. All right. Uh, So after six questions, it's currently four to one for Charles. Uh, So a, a little bit of ground to make up here, but there is a chance to do it. Uh, the final question here, the seventh question of the of the first matchup between you guys, uh, it, it has 11 possible answers. So what, what is going to happen? I'm going to read out the question. Uh, because Charles leading, he gets to go first. You'll each get three strikes. You'll go back and forth uh, giving answers until you each have three strikes or somebody has clinched the victory. Um, and uh, that will be how it goes. Does it make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, so not counting the ongoing 2017-18 season, 11 players have led the Raptors in win shares over a full season over the course of the team's history. Name those 11 players. Charles, you go first. Kyle Lowry. That is correct. He's done it three times. Andrew, you're up. Vince Carter. Uh, That's correct. He did it four times. Charles? Chris Bosh. Correct. He is the all-time leader with five seasons leading the team in win shares. 2-1 for Charles. Andrew, you're up. DeMar DeRozan. Incorrect. He is currently leading the team right now, but he has never led the team in win shares over over a full season. So it's one strike for Andrew. Charles is up 2-1. Uh, Damon Stoudemire. That's correct. He did it one time. Andrew? Jose Calderon. Correct. He's done it twice. So 3-2 now for Charles. Uh, Antonio Davis. That is a strike. Incorrect. Uh, he never led the team in win shares. Uh, so it's 3-2, both of you have one strike, and uh, Andrew, it's your turn. Amir Johnson. Correct, he did it two times. Just a, a beautiful, wonderful man Amir Johnson is. Uh, so it's 3-3, you both have one strike, you're back squared up now. Um, there are five remaining answers. Andrew needs to beat Charles by, uh, you need to beat by at least three to tie it, four to win. So a lot of these have to go to you, Andrew. Uh, it's 3-3. Uh, both of you want strike. Andrew, you're up. Sorry, Charles, you're up. Ooh, uh, Doug Christie. Correct. That's a good one. Damn, he did it one time. So, Charles is at four. Andrew, what do you got? Oh, boy. Uh, let's go with our 20-point-per-game scorer, Mike James. Incorrect. Chris Bosh led the team that season. 
It would have been. It would have made sense for the 0506 season, which was again comically weird for Mike James to be the leader. But no, it was Chris Bosh. <laughs> so that's strike two for Andrew. Uh, we're four three right now for Charles. Uh, Charles, you can kind of put this thing away here. Man, I'm really struggling. Uh, did Bargnani ever do it? Bargnani never did it. That's a second no. strike for Charles. Andrew, you need to go on a run here. Let me, sorry, let me just take stock of how many we've uh, we've already gotten named. I'm just going to delete the names here just so I can see. We're looking at four more guys. Oh, boy. Uh... <laughs> I need an answer from you. I need you need an answer. I know. Uh, hey, when in doubt, this is no, this is for sure wrong. Let's go, Mo, Mo Pete. Morris Peterson is incorrect. That is your <laughs> third strike. Uh, Charles, you're gonna win this, but if you want to keep on going, you can uh, name some. Names I think I'm pretty tapped out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Double or nothing. Early year guys, I just can't think of. Uh, the leader. Crash makes probably. Uh, what's that? Sorry. Some real trash guys probably in our history. Uh, it's not that bad. Uh, the very first leader in win shares for the team, they had about four and a, 4.9 win shares, I think, if I recall the sheet I looked at earlier. Uh, Tracy Murray. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Alvin Williams also did it one time. Danielle Marshall did it in 68 games after the Raptors traded for him midseason in that ridiculous season where he averaged like 16 and 10 and shot like 45% from three. Uh, and then Jonas Valanciunas did it one time in the 2014-15 season, which blows wow. me away still to this day. <laughs> uh, so the final score, if my tally is correct, is uh, Charles with eight, Andrew with four. Charles, congratulations! We're moving on to the next round of the of the of the t- trivia tournament. Uh, score. Do you have any sort of acceptance speech for this uh, first round win that you'd like to share with us? Uh. No, I'm embarrassed. I'm like one of JV's biggest fans, a part of the Hive, and I didn't get that one. So <laughs> I can't show my face at the meetings now. It's pretty embarrassing. <laughs> uh, Andrew, thank you for uh, for taking part, but unfortunately you have been eliminated from the tournament. Uh, squashing the dream of a score matchup of Joe Wolfond and you in the second round. Um, it's, uh, it's a sad day for the score. Will Lou is also in this bracket, though, so there's a chance of Will and Joe playing at some point. Um, but Andrew, do you have anything to say for yourself? Yeah, I'm going to have to tender my resignation. Uh, you know, <laughs> giving up, going into custodial services, you know. <laughs> so my, my basketball dream is over. Uh, guys, I want to thank both of you. The winner of uh, Joe Wolfon and Gorge Jarbahosa on Twitter will face uh, Charles in the second round. Uh, that will be at a later date, of course. Uh, next up, we're going to have Sahal Abdi against Kashtin Fitzsimons in the second matchup. Uh, this one should be interesting. Kashtin has sent me a lot of information on how he uh, has a deep affinity and a lot of history as a Raptors fan, so it'll be a really fun matchup. Uh, but Andrew, Charles, thank you so much for uh, for jumping on this one here. Uh, Charles, we'll see you in the next round. Andrew, go uh, educate yourself. Read Just read the Raptors basketball reference page a little bit or something. And uh, thank you guys so much for coming on. Thanks, All right, guys, uh, let's get to the second matchup of the day. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. 
Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house, or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming, or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax, make your moves They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. All right, we are back for the second matchup of the first round of the Locked On Raptors Andrea Bargnani Memorial Trivia Tournament. That is a mouthful that I've had to say and will have to say so many times during this, and I did not think that through. Uh, let's get to meet our, our contestants for the second matchup. First up, it's the three seed in the Bargs region, a, po- a podcast regular and writer for Raptors Republic. It's Sahal Abdi. How are you, man? I'm good, man. It's good to be on today, man. I'm excited. I'm excited to have you. And squaring up against Sahal, Probably the most extensive resume of anyone who submitted their name to be in the tournament. Uh, a former Raptors halftime singing competition champion uh, who's been Ooh. seen losing his mind on the Raptors broadcast and has a screenshot to prove it. Uh, he has a replica Raptors 905 championship ring and a signed photo of OG Ananobi on his desk. He once met Bebe and told him he had a beautiful smile. Uh, he made the Raptors broadcast, as I said. Uh, and he was also at Bruno Caboclo's debut. I'm guessing that is the game against the Milwaukee Bucks, which I was also at, which is which is pretty awesome. Uh, this is uh, Cashton Fitzsimons. How's it going, man? I'm good, and you're the only person to get my last name right the very first time. So that's uh, kudos to you. Thank you. Well, that's awesome. I'm uh, I, I'm glad to have. Been, uh, earned that honor? I don't know. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for coming on. First of all, got to know about this singing contest. Please tell us about this singing contest that you won. Yeah, so this was a game where I was going with my friend. He was wearing a full Raptors tracksuit. We got there 45 minutes early. So I guess that's how you, if you want to get on court to uh, compete anything, wear a ridiculous outfit. He didn't want to do it, though. So okay. I wore the top of the tracksuit. And it was Christmas time. It was uh, when Terrence Ross had that crazy windmill dunk against the Magic, which basically got him into the, the dunk contest that first time. Uh, my song, they, they pre-select the song for you, so you don't have that choice. I was singing Jingle Bell Rock, and the Raptor was sort of motioning at me, wrap it up, wrap it up, I was singing too slowly. <laughs> and I ended up winning, because I can't, the other guy wasn't very good, and they gave me, it's kind of funny, a signed Andrea Bargnani jersey. And I tried to I tried to trade it in for literally anything else, but uh, <laughs> they would not they would not do it. Oh, that's amazing! I should probably I'm going to try to give away a signed Andrea Bargnani jersey to the winner of this tournament. Uh, that that's the new prize, I think. I got to acquire one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if, you, if you'd like to donate yours, we can also do that. And maybe you don't have to donate. Maybe you'll just win the tournament. Uh, and uh, I win it twice. Yeah. One, 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 uh, all right, so let's get into the to the trivia round here. You guys, uh, I gave it a little bit of a runaround to you guys beforehand, but just for the listeners, uh, if you don't remember from the first matchup that we did with Andrew and Charles, uh, the one that Charles came out triumphantly in, uh, 
there's seven questions. Some of them are going to be worth two points. Uh, there'll be bonus points mixed in here. I'll specify before I read the question if there will be. Uh, there's one audio question, so uh, you'll hear an audio clip. You have to answer the question based on the audio clip. Uh, and there at the end is the final round. I have yet to come up with a snappy name for this. I'm sure I will by the time I'm done all these matchups. Uh, but it's a multi-answer question where there are plenty of answers for you to throw out there. You'll each get three strikes. Uh, you'll go back and forth starting with the person who's leading at the time. Uh, you'll go back and forth until you don't have any answers left to give and or you have three strikes one or the other and whoever has the most points at the end each answer for that will be worth one point as well uh, and whoever has the most points at the end will be the winner and move on to the second round and on the line uh, in this is a matchup with the winner of Justin Rowan against VTech Poppy in the second round that could oh, be yes. uh, yeah that's going to be a really fun matchup in round two uh, between either Sahal or Cashton and uh, let's get into it now you guys ready all right, Super uh, ready. so make sure you, you the way you buzz in is you say your name, say it loud and clear, uh, so we don't have an Andrew Joe Potter situation on our hands once again. Uh, and if the Wi-Fi for some reason is the reason why I don't hear your answer, uh, it'll be a case-by-case -case basis. We'll do the review, and uh, we'll figure something out. But uh, let's get into it now. The first question for you guys, question one, is a multiple-choice question. Uh, it's worth one point if you get the answer correctly, two points if you get it before I read out the answers that are available for this question. Uh, so here it is. In the intensely strange 2005-06 Raptors season, Chris Bosh and Mike James were the two team's two leading scorers, both eclipsing the 20-point-per-game mark. Who finished third on that team in scoring? And the answers are A, Jalen Rose, B, Charlie Villanueva, C, Antonio Davis, or D, Morris Peterson. Oh. What do you got? Um, I'm going to go Charlie Villanueva. That is incorrect. Cash, and you have a chance to steal. Go Jalen Rose. Also incorrect. The answer is Morris Peterson with 16.8 oh. points per game. Uh, yeah. Fourth was Charlie V with 13. Jalen Rose was at 12.1. And Antonio Davis played very few games in that season for the Raptors, just like four games or so, uh, and averaged like four points. So uh, you guys both go scoreless in the first round, and we will move on to the second question. Uh, and it goes like this. Who is the Raptors' single-game blocks leader? Cashton. Cashton. Uh, Keon Clark. That is correct. Uh, he had 12 blocks in a game against the Atlanta Hawks on March 23, 2001. Uh, also had 13 points and 8 rebounds in that game and a 112 to 86 win for the Raptors. Uh, that game is one of like my most memorable childhood games, I think. I was like 8 years old and it was freaking rad. Uh, so Cashton gets the point for that. It's uh, one nothing after two questions. And we'll move on to question number Three. Who technically won the incredibly stupid team dunk contest that robbed Terrence Ross of a legitimate title defense in 2014? Cashton. Yep. Uh, was it John, John Wall? It was John Wall. That is... Uh, uh, let's just take a moment to reflect on how fucking stupid that dunk contest was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was that. I was watching back highlights today in preparation for this, and like there was like a freestyle round where they just got to like throw down as many dunks as they wanted in ninety seconds. None of there was no like grandeur or spectacle for individual dunks. I was like, all right, Terrence Ross, just go dunk five times in ninety seconds, and we'll j judge you based on that. 
they had like a team one where they were like throwing lobs and stuff to each other. Uh, it was super dumb. And uh, John Wall somehow was named the title winner of the dunk contest when Terrence Ross actually should have won. Um, and he didn't really get a legitimate chance to defend his 2013 title because it was a flawed system. But uh, congrats to Cashin for getting that one. Damn. that was. Uh, I, didn't, I thought that was going to be a little too hard. But uh, it yeah, is that now... was the one with the Wizards mascot, right? Where yes. he did the, the Nene with the Wizards mascot after? Yes, that is true. Um uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, it's like burned in my brain for some reason. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so the next question is the audio question. I'm just pulling it up here. We had some weird uh, stuff with the, the guys not being able to hear it last time, so I'm playing it off of my yeah. phone into my microphone. It might be a little yeah. bit muffled, but uh, here's hoping it's okay. Uh, so the question is, you just got to tell me what happened in the preceding seconds before this clip took place. You guys ready? Yeah. All right. What happened leading up to this clip? Yep. Not even hearing that. Uh, that's that, that's. The, oh, did you not hear it? You don't hear it, Saul? It it was really unclear, to be honest. Oh, shit. All right. Uh. Damn it. <laughs> it was so good, too. Uh, all right. That'll be... Uh, because Sahal couldn't hear it, we will play this one under protest. Cash, did you have an answer, though? It's the, the elbow dunk, right? That is correct. It is the arm dunk. Uh, the, 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 the dunk where he put it down and no one knew what the hell to even say. Uh, because it was so ridiculous. So I'm going to give the point to Cashton for now, but if it, it's a one-point disparity at the end, uh, we can revisit this and maybe play under protest. So, Hall, are you going to play under protest because you didn't hear it? Sure. Right. Um, honestly, there's just way too much background noise. I just couldn't hear what they were saying. Yeah, well, it's a very... Uh, that's kind of the idea of the clip is it's very quiet because uh, no one knows what the hell to do because they don't know how to respond to it. Um, yeah. Did you hear Kenny Smith at all? Um, I didn't recognize Kenny Smith, to okay. be honest. No. Alright, well, we'll play this one under protest. If you lose by one, uh, we will do a, a, an extra question or something like that. Uh, apologies. The audio questions have not gone off smoothly the last two rounds. <laughs> okay. uh, Alright, so we'll move on to the next one. It was Vince Carter's arm and a hoop shit for that one. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, Cashin's up 3 nothing as of right now. But again, we'll play that one under protest. Uh, question 5. This is also a multiple choice question, uh, and if you buzz in, uh, no, you you can't really buzz in before this one. You have to hear the answers to get this one. So it's wor- worth one point. Uh, which of the following was not an available version of Jonas Valanciunas's itty bitty baller figurine? Uh, pr- figurines produced by GoDaddy last year. Was it A. JV hanging off of a giant rim? B. JV dabbing? C. JV doing the splits? Or D. JV riding a dinosaur? Saw. Yeah. Um, I I'm not gonna. So I know he was riding a dinosaur. Yep. I know he was dabbing, and I know he was doing the split. So whatever that first one you said, I think it was. JV hanging off of a giant rim. Yeah. 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 That is correct. Uh, Point goes to Sahal. It's three one now, uh, making it much more likely that we have to play this under protest, which uh, is not good for me. I'm having ref issues already. (laughs) This is. College refs uh, all up in here. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we're going to move on to question number six. 
this will the, uh, this is a one point question. There was also there will, ah there will also be a bonus point. So stay tuned. Uh, who led the Raptors in scoring in the team's first ever game? And for a bonus point, where was that game against the New Jersey Nets played? You have to get the first one to be able to get the bonus point. Cashton. Uh, Cashton. I, I'm gonna. I, this is like a, a a gap in my knowledge of the Raptors, but my guess is Oliver Miller, just because. Um, that is incorrect. Oh, is it correct? Okay, nice. No, no, it's incorrect. Uh, it's not. It's not correct. Oh, incorrect. Yeah, it's incorrect. Oh, my bad. Uh, so you up. do not get the, the go for the bonus point. So Hall, do you have a, a guess? Um, I'm gonna take a wild guess and see Damon Stoudemire on. That is incorrect. The correct answer is Alvin Robertson, who had 30 points mm-hmm. in that game. And, wow. Uh, that game was played at the Sky Dome, so no one gets the bonus point. Uh, so we're going to go to the final question with the score Cashton 3, Sahal 1. Uh, and there's lots of ground to make up on this final question, so uh, don't fret if you're Sahal or Cashton. There's a, there's, I mean, you could be at risk, I suppose, Cashton, of losing your lead, but you have a lead going in here. You go, you get to go first. Um, and how this is going to work, as I mentioned off the top, is there are uh, a grand total of 20 different answers you can say for this. Uh, you will each get three strikes. We'll start with Cashton. You guys will give one answer back and forth. Uh, and if you, one of you gets the three strikes or one of you clinches the victory, we will wrap it up. Sound good? Yeah. All right. During the 2013-14 season, 20 different players held spots on the Raptors roster for at least some amount of time. Name those players. Cashton, we'll start with you. Kyle Lauer. That is correct. Uh, it's one point for Cashton. Sahal, you're up. You said the 2013-2014. Yes. Um, DeMar. I'm just going to go keep it easy for now. DeMar DeRozan. That is correct. Cashton? Terrence Ross. Also correct. Uh, Patrick Patterson. That is correct. Jonas Valanciunas. Also correct. We're at 3-2 now. Uh, I'm going to go Amir Johnson. All right. 3-3. Cashton, you're up. Rudy Gay. That is correct. 4-3. No strikes for either of you, so how you're up. Uh, James Johnson. Um, uh-oh. I, got, okay. I have my list here. James Johnson is incorrect. Oh, my He did not God, play for the Raptors James. in 2013-14. Uh, that's a big one. I hate you, James Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Uh, Sorry. Do I go again? Yeah. Cashton's up 4-3 through this round so far, and uh, Sahal's at one strike. Cashton is none. You're up. Uh, Chucky Hayes. Chuck Hayes is correct. I think I'm starting to remember this team. Um, Was John Salmons? Did we already say that? Uh, We did not already say that. He was on this team. That is correct. Yeah. Yes, this team's starting to take shape now. Okay. <laughs> so it's 5-4, one strike for Sahal, none for Cashton. Cashton, you're up. Uh, Landry, sing your face-off fields. Hell yeah! That is a point. Uh, 6-4 now. Sahal? Uh, Psycho T. That Tyler is correct. Hansbrough. Tyler Hansbro did play on this team. It's 6-5, uh, mm-hmm. 11 players picked. Uh, there are nine remaining. Still a chance for Sahal to catch up here, but he's running out of time. Cashton? What do you got? Uh, Swaggy G, Grievous Vasquez. Hell yeah, Grievous Vasquez was on this team. Uh, 7-5, Sahal, you're up. Okay, this is where it gets hard. Um, 
I'm going to assume Quincy AC was on this team. He was. He was part of the Rudy Gay trade, therefore he played for the team. Uh, 7-6 now for for Cashton. Cashton, you're up. Okay. Um, It's really hard. I don't know if I'm going to get the next one. Okay, Dwight Bikes. Dwight Bikes is correct. Shouts to Sasha Kalra. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, So you're up. uh, Lord. I'm going to take a wild guess and say... uh, DJ Augustine, but he could have been on the year before. I'm not sure. DJ, DJ Augustine. Augustine is correct. Okay. Wow. Cashton, you're up. 15 guys have been taken. So, Hall, you kind of think need to sweep this in order to win. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Steve Novak. Steve Novak is correct. So, Hall? Um, i trying to think. Point guards, toy bikes. One more, and Cashton clinches the victory, by the way. Two more if we're counting that protest point. <laughs> Nando DiColo. That is correct. Yeah. Oh my god. I was going position by position, just trying to think of depth. Oh my goodness. Alright, that's seventeen. The guy, the guy we the guy we traded to get Nando was Austin Day. Austin Day oh. is correct. God damn. <laughs> I don't even know how I got Nando, to be honest. I'm, I'm shocked. There are two players remaining. I don't know how you got that either. <laughs> two players left? Two players oh remaining. Sahal, you're up. Um, he said AC, he said Bikes, Augustine, Colin DeRozan. Um, it has to be one of the guys at the end, end of the bench. I'm trying to think who was there. Five seconds. Uh, I'm gonna go Julian Stone. Was yes! Oh my God! Yeah! Wow! Yep. That is uh, <laughs> that's correct. Yo! <laughs> Yo! The only reason I remember him is because he had the nicest suits on. Shout out to Julian Stone. <laughs> Cashton spent his whole game check on suits. Wow. Cashton, you have already clinched the victory, but you can walk away with uh, like an OG and an OB on the Hawks cut type of dunk if you if you pull this off here. Uh, who is the final player on this roster? Oh, man. I'm trying to think of some Colangelo-era player. That's... Mm-hmm. I don't no? know how one guy. Yeah, this... Oh, man. Um, Five seconds. I don't know. Just shout, out, shout out to you for getting Julian Stone. I never <laughs> would have yeah. remembered that. All right, that, took- is, uh, that is time. We're going to go to Sahal. You can get the last guy, Sahal. You still will be two points down, so it won't really matter. But I will very much respect if you can get the last guy on this team. Do I get Do I get even the smallest of hints or no? Uh, yeah, uh, he's big. Yo, give me a position. He's a big man. He said Psycho TV. He said go, 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 get it. Johnson. Ah, I know who it is. I know who it is. Who is it? The big number 34. Yeah. Yes, you've got it. Aaron Gray. Yes. <laughs> you know, the only reason I remember that is because I remember Kyle Lowry dapping him up at the end of the game a few games ago. <laughs> yes. Yes, Aaron Gray. Uh, wow. That helped. Thanks for that hint. So, Hall, I'm really proud of you for pulling that out at the end. That uh, was... Uh, Unfortunately, one point short of having to call in the protest uh, and having to redo this thing, thankfully for me. 
the final score after seven questions. Cashton, 13. Sahal, 11. Cashton, congratulations. You have won. You're advancing to the second round of the Andrea Bargnani Memorial Trivia Tournament. Uh, what do you have to say uh, as in response to yourself? Are you proud of yourself? Uh, how are you going to celebrate this win? Well, you know, I, going to the, the I, irrational investment in this team, both emotional and financial, over the years. But <laughs> um, this Sunday afternoon call, so I feel I feel a little more. Ah, oh, you cut out once again. Uh, by the time we have you on, we're gonna have to work on the connection. Um, but uh, I, 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 I trust that you're. I trust that you're very appreciative of your victory here. Sahal, what, what do you have to say for yourself, man? Yo, I'm going to be completely honest. I'm disappointed in myself for not knowing that Morris Peterson question. The <laughs> Alvin Brickton one, I don't mind too much. Keon Clark, I probably should have known. But I'm just happy that I got Julian Stone. Like, I don't, I don't know how I got that. I still don't know. Even Nando DiColo, like, those guys were just, I don't know. I don't know how I did it, but congrats, congrats to Cashton. This guy knows his stuff, and Please destroy. If it's you're facing that guy from Winnipeg next week, or whenever this is scheduled, please my honor. Destroy him. Yeah, he's either going to be facing off against uh, the dude from Winnipeg or, or a member of the Bloods. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> or the the Raptor mascot himself. <laughs> no, but honestly, two guys. That's it's going to be cool to go up against those two guys, whichever one it is. So, congrats, man. Cashton, thank you, thank you. Uh, I, I, I might put some money on you as like a, a potential. Like if there's Vegas odds, your odds just skyrocketed after this performance. That's a dark horse, man. He's Florida Gulf Coast. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's probably unfair of me that I put all the listeners on the bottom half of the seating. Um, like it was just kind of it was easier for my brain to do it that way. Uh, yeah. if, if we were to reseed today, Cashton's probably getting a top four seed. I don't even think that's even close. Like it's. Oh, uh, yeah. It was a pretty impressive, dominant performance today. Uh, Cashin, thank you so much, man. Uh, Sahal, uh, sorry. We'll talk to you on the podcast soon, I'm sure. Um, until then, yeah. go wallow in. typical Duke University performance in March, so <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, all right, go wallow in this defeat, and we'll talk to you soon, man. Have a good one. <laughs> all right, take care. Uh, Cashin, we will talk to you for your matchup uh, in the second round. Uh, and everyone, we will be back for the third matchup of the first round in just a second. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring, but for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Berea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Berea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Berea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
All right, welcome back to the Locked On Raptors Andrea Bargnani Memorial Trivia Tournament. Uh, we're going to get things going here with matchup number three. Uh, let's introduce the contestants. First up, the three seed in the Bargs region, a writer for RaptorsHQ.com, a man who can drink significantly more beer than anyone I've ever met, and a regular guest on the podcast. It's Dan Grant. How's it going, man? I'm doing very well, Sean. Thank you. I thought I was the two seed. Uh, no, you are. Oh, you are two seed. I'm an idiot. I had the last uh, script built in when Sahal was on and lost. Um, so, uh, no, yeah, you're the, you're the two seed, and you got to uphold the, uh, the the higher seed so far. Uh, yeah. Lower seeds are two and zero oh so far in the tournament. So, wow. Uh, yeah. Okay. Pressure's Good on enough. here. In fairness, I probably okay. should have not put every listener as a lower seed. That was probably unfair to me, but uh, it's going to make the bracket look a little funnier and weirder with the uh, low seeds making it all the way. I think. Uh, squaring off against Dan, a last-minute injury replacement who we are delighted to have on the show, the host of Canada's Court, uh, it's Philip Drost. How's it going, man? It is going well, and I'll tell you, it's a, it's a pleasure to join you here. I'm a little bit nervous, but hopefully I'll be okay. <laughs> there is uh, no need to be nervous. It's uh, stuff that everyone should know. It should be pretty easy. Uh, how this is going to work, if you, uh, I guess people who've listened to the show so far have heard the first two matchups, so they know how it's going to work, but I'll explain it again to you guys. Seven questions. Some of them are worth multiple points. I'll let you know when those multiple points are up for grabs. Uh, the final question is the battle round. In that round, there are a ton of answers you can throw out there, and we'll go until you guys have three strikes, or there are just no more answers to give, and we have a winner at the end. You'll get one point for each correct answer throughout the entire thing. Most points at the end, most points at the end moves on to the next round and uh if there's any questions let me know you buzz in saying your first name and we will get things going if you guys are ready you guys ready to go all right uh question number one in november 2006 Derek martin kept one of the stupidest streaks any of us has ever cared about alive at the end of a blowout martin hit the raptors first three-pointer of the game extending the team streak of games in which they made a three to a league high 626 what team did this momentous achievement come against What do you got? I think it was the Detroit Pistons. That is incorrect. Philip, you have a chance to steal. Oh, boy. Um, I'm going to go with the 76ers. That is also incorrect. The correct answer is the Dallas Mavericks. Ah. Yeah. It was uh, one of the dumbest games ever. I don't know why I I was scared about that. I just didn't remember the team, I guess. This is a thing that we cared about in 2006. Last season... (laughs) Not a single team went without hitting a three in a game in the entire season, which is uh, pretty bonkers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, all right. So it's zero zero after the first question. Moving on to question number two. In what many regard as the greatest dunk contest in NBA history, Terrence Ross took the title as a rookie in 2013. <laughs> Who did he beat in the finals of that dunk contest? Oh no. Incorrect. Okay. Philip, do you have anything? Yeah, shoot. This can't be right. Uh, I'm going to go with Gerald Green? That is incorrect. The answer we were looking for was Jeremy Evans. The the dude who dunked over a painting of himself. Remember that? Uh, I do remember that. Yeah. 
John Wall actually was an answer in the previous uh, matchup. He won the dunk contest the second in, Ross, in right? 2014, the like stupid a... team one that I've already gone on a rant yeah, about yeah, yeah, on this yeah. podcast, so I don't need to do it again. But uh, okay, yeah, but uh, you were close enough there, I suppose. But no points for either of you through two questions. We're gonna go wow. on to question number three. This is an audio question, so make sure you're listening. Uh, if there's any issues with the audio, let me know. This is the third okay. question that we've done with audio so far. The first two went off terribly. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I keep doing it, but uh, it's bound to work at some point. All right. On November 23rd, 2004, the Raptors got pumped by the Wizards, inspiring this famous clip. We had guys that had a stat line, zero, 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 zero. We had guys that had a stat line, zero. Oh, stop playing. You guys hear that? Yeah. yeah. All right. Who actually had a stat line of zero, 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 zero in that Raptors game? There are two potential answers here. Damn. What do you got? Jerome Moiso. That is correct. You have the second. Oh, uh, no, uh, I'll say Lonnie Baxter. Uh, incorrect. Philip, you can uh, steal the one point to get the second one here. Uh, I'm going to concede. I have no idea. All right, the Gerald Jerome Iso was, was correct. He played three minutes and went scoreless uh, and everything else across the board, just one personal foul. Uh, and the other guy who did this in eight minutes was Pop So. Ah, my yeah. favorite. <laughs> That's too bad. Yeah. So uh, Dan is now leading through three questions, one to nothing. And we will go on to question number four. Uh, just so the listeners know, this is a question that has already been done in the last two rounds, but neither of Philip or Dan heard that. So I'm just reusing questions because, hey, it's really hard to come up with this many questions. So <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, question number four. Uh, question number four. One person currently working for the Raptors organization was featured in the 2001 NBA All-Star Game in which Vince Carter and Antonio Davis were named to the Eastern Conference team. Who is that person? Phil. Yeah. Uh, Jamal McGlure. Incorrect. Oh. That's what I was going to say. Dan, you have a chance Uh, to steal. Okay. Uh, I will say Jerry Stackhouse. That is correct. He was named to the team. Uh, for the Detroit Pistons, he scored 29.8 points a game that season, uh, which is super crazy. Uh, so congrats, Dan. Uh, the, the original, who got it right the first time around? Uh, our, the guy who beat Char- uh, beat Andrew in the first round, Charles, got that on the first guess, which I was uh, truly impressed by. Um, I was trying to get you with the Jamal McGlure thing, by the way. So you I was fell say, right I was into gonna... my trap, Philip, uh, and I apologize. <laughs> no, I respect it. Uh, all right, moving on to question number five. This is a multiple-choice question. You will get two points if you can say – actually, never mind. That doesn't apply to this question because you have to hear them all anyway to know the answer. Um, <laughs> disregard that. Uh, so multiple-choice, just tell me the right answer after I read all the answers. Of the following four players, who played the most games in a Raptors uniform? A, Sean Marion, B, Chauncey Billups, C, Rod Strickland, or D, Anthony Bennett? Dan. What do you got? Uh, so, uh, frig, I forgot the one I wanted to say. I'll say, uh, uh, uh Chauncey Billups. That is correct. Uh, <laughs> Chauncey Billups played a grand total of 29 games for the Raptors. Uh, <laughs> Sean Marion played 27, all of which he was angry for, uh, and did yes. not want to be here. Rod Strickland played 15, and Anthony Bennett played 19. Uh, very poorly, I might add. Uh, shouts to that game where he had to guard Dirk and got completely roasted. And uh, that pretty much ended his NBA career. 
Uh, <laughs> any? Uh, do either of you have memories of any of those four players? What is your standout memory from any of them, Philip? Uh, my standout memory from Sean Marion was at first I was like really pumped. This was when I was a bit of a younger Raptors fan. I was like, <laughs> "All right, we're basically going to be the Phoenix Suns. It's going to be incredible." And that is, that is not how that panned out whatsoever. Certainly not, Dan. Do you have a, a memory from any of these four? Uh, whatever we want not, yeah, not the opposite of storied raptors <laughs> yeah i have vague memories of all of them but chauncey especially because i was early on and it was when stoudemire had requested a trade after isaiah thomas resigned yeah and then they got kenny anderson and he refused to come to canada <laughs> uh and it was like a bit of a saga for about i think it was about a week long thing and they were like well did we just gave away like damon stoudemire for nothing and they also gave away walt williams in the same trade so it was like that was my favorite raptor at the time it was, a, it was a pretty nonsensical kind of a thing. And then they got Billups, who was a rookie, and Patino traded him away from the Celtics after like 50 games. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was awesome. He came in, he played really well. You, I mean, if you look at his stats, they're not that impressive, but I just remember him being good. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when he was gone after that year, it was very like, well, what did we just do? Like, there was a lot of that in early Raptors history, a lot of why the hell did that just happen moments. Um, but, yeah, no, I have definitely have some fond memories of Chauncey, plus great name. Yeah, imagine so, a imagine a Chauncey, Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady uh, backcourt. That would be yeah, fun. certainly fun. Tremendous. Uh, I think my favorite thing about Sean Marion is the trade that he came to the Raptors in, uh, or actually the trade <laughs> that he was sent out uh, by the Raptors is actually way more impressive than the one where he came in. Uh, the one where he came in involved like Marcus Banks uh, and some other stuff. Jamario Moon was in there. Actually, the pick the Raptors that later used on Jonas Valanciunas was in there as well. Uh, the best of all, the best thing is when he was traded out. This is the trade. Uh, get ready for like a big bowl of name soup. Uh, as part of a four-team trade, Marion was traded by the Raptors with Chris Humphreys and Nathan Jawai to the Dallas Mavericks. The Mavericks traded Jerry Stackhouse and Cash to the Memphis Grizzlies, and they traded Cash to the Orlando Magic. The Dallas Mavericks also traded Devin George and Antoine Wright to the Raptors. The Grizzlies traded Greg Butner to Dallas, and Orlando traded Hito Turgaloo to the Raptors in that signing trade. Uh, and the Raptors traded a 2016 second-round pick to the Grizzlies, and the, the Raptors traded cash to the Magic. That is a mouthful and a lot of sad wow. Raptors stuff wrapped <laughs> up in there. A lot of stuff. <laughs> Jerry Stackhouse contributed more to the Raptors than anyone involved in this trade. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right, we will move on to the next question, question number six. Uh, Dan, you got that correct, right? i got to put the points down for you. What am I doing? Uh, yeah. You've I better got, be careful. I'm going to end up with a goose egg here. Uh, Dan's at, yeah, it's 3 nothing right now <laughs> after five questions. Moving on to question number six. Philip, I believe in you. And, try, and the last round, you can also gain back points. Uh, oh, yeah. Per basketball reference, who led the Raptors in win shares in their inaugural season in 1995-96? Dan. What do you got? Dan Stoudemire. Incorrect. Philip? Wow. You can steal. I'm drawing a blank again, man. Choking here. I feel like the the Raptors versus the Wizards that one year. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you have an answer? I I got nothing. The correct answer is Tracy Murray. Wow. Okay. uh, Four point nine win shares, which is disastrously bad for uh, to lead a team. Um, But hey, what are you gonna do? They were twenty one and sixty one. So after the first six questions, it's three nothing for Dan. So he'll enter the. 
uh, battle round with a pretty nice advantage here, but lots of points to be made up. So how this round works, if I didn't really explain it very well off the top, uh, there are 16 different answers that can be thrown out for this. You get three strikes each, you go one uh, back and forth, one for one. Uh, we'll start with Dan because he's leading, uh, and you just keep going is, until you get three strikes or you don't have any more to name. Uh, is every answer one point? Every answer is one point, yes. Okay. Are you guys uh, ready for this? Oh yeah. yeah. Alright. Yeah. During the 2004-05 season, 16 different players held spots on the Raptors roster for at least some amount of time. Name those 16 players. Uh, Dan, we'll start with you. Okay, I will say uh, Chris Bosch. Uh, that is correct. That is, that's one point for Dan. Sorry, I have a very strange setup here with my scoring system. I have to uh, just get my stuff. Give me a sec, Phil, before you go. Uh, okay. I can edit this out if I want to as well. I probably won't because I'm lazy. <laughs> uh, all right, yeah, Chris Bosch is correct. Philip, what do you got? Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose is also correct. Uh, so that's one uh, for each of you guys. Dan, it's back to you. I'll say Danielle Marshall. That is correct. Philip? Ray for Alston. Ray for Alston is also correct. Very nice. 2-2. Two, two, four guys named. Dan, back to you. No strikes for anybody. Okay. I will say Lonnie Baxter. Lonnie Baxter? Did not play for the Raptors in 2004-2005. That is your first oh, strike. Okay. Philip, okay. it's over to you. Mo Pete. Morris Peterson is correct. You are up 3-2 now. Dan, you have one strike. It's back to you. I will say uh, Jerome Williams. Jerome Williams did not play for the Raptors in 2004-2005. Philip, okay. the door is open here. Okay. Two strikes for Dan. Philip. What do you got? 2004, 2005. Uh, Matt Bonner? Matt Bonner is correct. Very nice. Dan, if you get one incorrect, you might be screwed here. So uh, don't okay. blow it. Don't blow it. Uh, I will try my best not to blow it. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Um, Lamont Murray? Lamont Murray is correct. You get the point for that. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thinking back to uh, NBA Live right now. Uh, Philip, it's uh, <laughs> it's four three for you. You have no strikes. Phil or Dan has two. Uh, what do you got? Um, Joey Graham. Joey Graham did not play for this Raptors team. He was not yet drafted. Shoot. That is your first strike. Dan, you have two strikes. An incorrect answer will bone you. What do you got? <laughs> okay, so if this is not the Lonnie Baxter year, just let people inside my process. That means that was the year before. So I'm going to say Vince Carter. Vince Carter is absolutely correct. Oh, right. It's four four. Yeah. Philip, you have one strike. It's back to you. Hmm. Mike James. Mike James is incorrect. He did oh, not play. Sure, I think. He was actually a feature in an earlier question uh, that also involved Ray for Alston um, you know, in one of the earlier matchups. So, yeah, no Mike James. Uh, that's your second strike. It's 4-4. Dan, what do you got? I'll say uh, I'm banking that I'm remembering this correctly. I'm going to say Eric Williams. Eric Williams is correct. Yeah. It's 5-4 for you now. Philip, what do you got? Trade here. Ah, uh, man. Pop So? Pop So is correct. Oh, very nice. Yeah. 
So you guys are both sitting on two strikes, so it's still anybody's game. There's six guys left. Uh, Dan, it's back to you. Okay, uh, Aaron Williams. Aaron Williams is correct. The A-Train. The A-Train. <laughs> <laughs> Philip, it's over to you. You're sitting on two strikes with five points in this round. Oh, man. Um, Rod Strickland? Rod Strickland is incorrect. That is your third oh, strike. Wow. Uh, Dan, congratulations. You have clinched the victory. You can keep going if you want to flex, though. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'll just try it. Because I already said him once. Jerome Moiso. Uh, yep. He's in there. Nice. Any more? You want to run up the score? Uh, uh, I could try. How many more people are left? Uh, four. Four or more. Uh, so he's advanced. We did. Um... No, nah, I'm good. I'll stop there. All right. I'll, I'll guess. I'll guess one more. I'll just guess. Um, uh, what's his name? No, no, I'm good. Never mind. I'm done. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I didn't want to be uh, Lance Stevenson throwing up the layup as the game ends. <laughs> no, definitely not. I don't like that stuff. I'm very not. much pro OG Ananobi dunking on the Hawks and making Mike Budenholzer mad. Uh, so yeah, that was what I like to see. I had it, no but, problem with that though. Uh, I made that yeah. same joke in the last matchup, so uh, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm already in a rut. Uh, so the four remaining guys: Rafael Arujo. Uh, oh, he sucked. Omar Cook, who I have a soft spot in my heart for. Uh, Milt Palacio, who is one of the worst shooters in the history of the NBA. And the last guy is Lauren Woods. Oh! Yeah. Lauren Woods, okay. You guys did pretty well. Um, Not as well as the last guys did, but I gave them 2013-14, so it was uh, much easier for them. Um, They actually got all 20 guys who played for that team, which I'm pretty impressed by. Either way, Philip... Thank you for uh, for coming on. You you lost ten to five to Dan. Honestly, Dan's a two seed for a reason. Dan is uh, a legend <laughs> of this stuff. Uh, if you're not familiar, we play a game on the Raptors HQ podcast called That Random Raptors Game, where uh, we pick a ra- an old Raptors game and you have to guess who played in that game. Uh, and Dan is ridiculously good at it. So uh, I, I I was expecting Dan to go through. I'm expecting Dan to go deep in this tournament. I appreciate you coming out and uh, giving it a good try, though. It was my pleasure. I'm just uh, I'm thankful that I was able to get some points on the board, and it wasn't a, a complete sweep. So you know what? Uh, I, I'm happy with my performance. Uh, Philip, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, well, uh, you can. People can listen to uh, my podcast, Canada's Court. Uh, the last episode I put out. Oh man, I can't remember what the last episode I put out was. Uh, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I recently had on. Um, the uh, coach, assistant coach for Scott Mor- uh, for the Boston Celtics, Scott Morrison, oh, awesome. from Prince Edward Island. So that was a that was a fair chat. Cool. That was shortly after Gordon Hayward was injured, and he worked all uh, summer with Gordon Hayward. So that was a, that was an interesting conversation. Oh, that's awesome! Make sure you check out Phil's podcast, uh, Dan. We will see you in round two. Uh, you're going to take on the winner of uh, Katie Heindel and Evan Scrimshaw uh, in, okay. in the bottom part of the Bargs region. It's, uh, it's it's heating up here. Sahal Abdi's already been knocked out, uh, so one of the highest seeds is gone. Oh. Your path is looking a little bit easier, perhaps, to to maybe a Final Four or even a Finals here, Dan. Uh, Josh okay. Lewenberg is sitting up at the top of your bracket as the one seed. Uh, things are going to get very exciting. Dan Reynolds is in here as well. Justin Rowan. It's a loaded bracket. Uh and uh, I'm not trying to put too much pressure on you, but if you don't win it, I'm going to be pretty disappointed in you. Um, <laughs> okay, good to know. Yeah. Uh, 
So, okay. guys, thank you so much for coming on. And, uh, everyone, we will be back with the fourth matchup with the aforementioned Katie Heindel and Evan Scrimshaw in uh, just a second. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, welcome back to the final of our four matchups today in the Locked On Raptors Andrea Bargnani Memorial Trivia Tournament. Uh, and today, for the final episode, for the final matchup, I'm joined by uh, a guest on the podcast this past week, Katie Heidel. How's it going? Woo, good. Save the best for last. Hell yeah. Uh, and also joined by uh, apparently a guy who gets called on to the, the, the Basketball Friends podcast and stuff like that, uh, Evan Scrimshaw. How's it going, man? Good, you? I am fantastic. This is going to be fun. Uh, so just a heads up for listeners, this is the fourth matchup you've heard today. Some of the questions will be repeats because it's really hard to come up with that many questions. Uh, but a lot of them are new as well. I got creative for this one. Um, and just to go over the rules for everybody once again, seven questions. Some of them have multiple answers. Uh, one point for each correct answer. The battle round, the final question, uh, is a chance for lots of stuff to happen. Lots of high drama. Uh, lots of answers available. We'll see. Uh, and we will uh, explain the rules of that once we get to it. Sound good, guys? Yep. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, let's get going then to buzz in for your answers. Uh, I'm stealing this directly from uh, our, our friend Corbin Smith from Take It or Break It. You just say your name to buzz in. Uh, so, Katie. Evan. Oh, I'm familiar with this. <laughs> I, I can't think of any other way. Method. I was gonna have like a taboo buzzer or something, but that wouldn't work because I would be the one pressing it. So. Uh, you guys just say your names and uh, and, and we'll we'll get going with the with the answers. You guys ready? Yep. Uh-huh. All right. Cool. Uh, question um question number one is a multiple choice question, uh, and this is not one of the ones. There are some other multiple choice ones I've done so far. You can get two points by guessing before the the answers are read out. Uh, you have to. Uh, I'm gonna redo this. I'm gonna edit this part. Uh, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I just lied to myself. All right. Uh, stop laughing, Katie, please. <laughs> All right. All right, question one is a multiple choice question. Uh, there's a possible two points on this question because you can answer before uh, I read off the answers. If you do that, then you will get two points. If you wait till I read off the answers or start reading the answers, you'll get one point. Um, and uh, we'll go from there. Sound good, guys? Seems rude, but yeah. <laughs> All right, the question is, which team have the Toronto Raptors accrued the most regular season wins against in franchise history? The oh. answers are A, the Philadelphia 76ers, the B, the Brooklyn slash New Jersey Nets, C, the Washington Evan. Wizards. Evan, what do you got? B. 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 
that is incorrect. I will finish reading the question. C, the Wizards, or D, the Detroit Pistons. Katie, you have a chance to steal. Katie! Yes. The Pistons. Incorrect. Uh, oh! Yeah. <laughs> can I answer again? Katie. <laughs> <laughs> you can, but you won't get points for it. Oh, is it the Sixers? It is the Sixers. The Raptors are 51-37 and 37 in their history against the Sixers. Uh, the only team against which they have 50 wins. They actually suck ass against the, the Pistons. Uh, only the Heat have beaten them more often uh, of Eastern Conference teams. So, uh, yeah, there's uh, there's that. So, uh, scoreless to the first question. On to question number two. Uh, this is a repeat question from earlier that people will be familiar, familiar with. You guys are not familiar with it. Uh, okay, who technically won the incredibly stupid team dunk ta- dunk contest that robbed Terrence Ross of a legitimate title defense in 2014? Oh. oh, Katie. Yes. Is this the Kia? Is this the Kia car robbery? No, that was a different year. Was it Blake Griffin? <laughs> it was not Blake Griffin. Oh, that was DeRozan. Yeah, I think it was. Evan, do you have an answer? Um, Evan, uh, Bruno Caboclo. <laughs> I wish. That'd be lovely. Uh, <laughs> no, the, by the team dunk contest, uh, it, I would, uh, it's not a, a Raptors team dunk contest. It was actually, remember when they had like the Eastern Conference against the Western Conference? Oh, that stupid yeah, format. that's stupid. And the, oh, East, yeah, that's the stupid. East technically won and John Wall was named the winner among East players, even though Terrence Ross was on the team. They had the freestyle round. It was really stupid. They never did it again because it was so dumb. Um, but yeah, John Wall is your, is your answer there. <laughs> Uh, so no points for either of you through two questions. So we move on to number three. I'm loving three. this like laissez-faire <laughs> style of of matchup. I love it. It's just a very chill bloodbath going on. <laughs> Uh, I think this is the third matchup that's been scoreless through two questions. So actually, the second. Oh, so I don't. Okay, good. So yeah. I don't have to feel bad for yeah. something. So it's it's okay. Uh, all right, next question here. Question number three. Without any qualifiers for total number of attempts, who is the Raptors' all-time leader in three-point percentage? Evan. Yep. Del Curry. It is not Del Curry. Katie, do you have a guess? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not even gonna, no. Uh, the answer is Peja Stojakovic, who was two for three in his Raptors career for 66.7%. Uh, Jakob Pertl briefly held the record this season when he hit that three from the corner and then he missed another one later and lost his title, uh, rightly giving it back to Peja. Um, so you guys are now on a, a, an all-time high streak of scoreless rounds. Uh, this is getting cool embarrassing, guys. That, that went off the jump, though. So, uh, did I th- someone? I think someone. Not. I, this is the first time I've asked this one on this show. Okay. I asked it at uh, <laughs> at uh, a trivia night that I held one time, and one person got it, and I was blown away. So, uh, yeah, Pedro Stojakovic. <laughs> All right, this one is a little bit easier. No more for you. Okay, this one is the audio question. You guys ready for this? Yes. All right, yes. so I'm just going to play like 10 seconds of this clip. Uh, and the question is, who is talking and what is the video about? And that's, uh, <laughs> it's, it'll be one point to get it all correct. You guys ready? Yeah. All right. Here and I'm offering you Boxing Day special, post Christmas special, a New Year's special. Why don't you bring a 2008 year in right? Do you guys hear that? Do you guys know what this is? 
like a really good commercial <laughs> that I wish I've ever seen before. Here, I'll play some more of it. Please. And just buzz in any time. Vote for me. Ladies and gentlemen, why don't you go get an all-star ballot right now and punch in my name. That's right. Remember, it's Chris Bosh. Best thing about it is, you think it's $20? Oh, never. Yeah. Evan, Evan got it. Yes. <laughs> oh, we had to say what it was for. Yeah. It's Chris Bosh's, uh, and Evan got in first anyway. Uh, Chris Bosch's 2008 New Orleans uh, All-Star video, which is the weirdest goddamn thing ever. Um, so Evan's going to get the point there. Someone's on the board, finally. This is beautiful. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, move on. I'm to... happy for us. Like, I'm happy for, for us that we're, we're showing up at all. <laughs> uh, all right, this next question, there are two available points. If you don't get the first one you're right, you don't get the chance to go for the second point. Um if that makes sense. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, if you get it right, I'll ask you the second question. If not, then uh, then we'll go to the next person. All right. Question five. Who holds the Raptors' rookie record for points in a single game? Katie? Yes. This is a bold take, but uh, is it OG? It is not OG Ananobi. Evan, do you have an answer? You get a chance to steal here. Evan, yeah, Tracy McGrady. Incorrect. I'm surprised you guys didn't get this. This one's uh, kind of famous. If it's DeRozan, I'm gonna be mad. It's not Demar Derozan. I don't know like why you're surprised at this point. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is Charlie Villanueva, who scored 48 oh, points as a rookie. I oh yes, I remember this game. Yeah. Uh, 48 points as a rookie. The bonus question was, who was he traded for after one season in Toronto? The answer was TJ Ford, of course. Um, yes. So, yeah. I would have actually gotten that weird place. Did you see 48 points? Yeah. It's crazy. Damn. It's like the fifth most in franchise history. It's it's crazy. Um, all right. So it's one nothing. Evan, going to question number six. <laughs> this is uh, a barn burner, it is. Uh, all right. The Raptors' franchise-changing comeback in Game 5 against the Pacers in 2016, 2016 almost didn't get completed. Which Pacer had a game-tying buzzer beater called back to end the game and give the Raptors the, the win in that game? Evan. Yes. Lance Stevenson? It was not Lance Stevenson. Katie, you have a chance to steal. Uh, uh, Paul George? It was not Paul George. The correct answer is Solomon Hill. Oh! <laughs> Damn. Solomon Hill and his big-ass fingers. That series got him so paid, it's insane. Uh, all right, we're going into the battle round now with the score 1-0. <laughs> I don't know if these are hard questions or if it's or if you guys are, uh, are struggling through it. They might just be hard questions. I don't know. Um, I guess the, the listeners will, will tell that story if they do well when they listen on their own. Uh, yes. Question number seven. This is the battle round. So there are 15 available answers for this. Uh, Evan, you're going to go first because you're leading one nothing once again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you have an answer, just say it. If you get it wrong, you get a strike. If you get it right, then it goes to Katie. Uh, and Katie will have a chance to give an answer. If, again, if you get it wrong, you get a strike. You get three strikes. Um, and you go until there's no more to name or you, someone gets three strikes. Sound good? Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, 
During the 2014-15 season, 15 different players held spots on the Raptors roster for at least some amount of time. Name those 15 players. Evan starts with you. 2014-15. Kyle Lowry. Correct. Katie? Tamarga Rosen. Correct. Uh, back to Evan. <laughs> Corey Joseph. That is incorrect. Corey Joseph did not play on the 2014 15 Oh, he was only on that team for two. Oh, shit, yeah. So, a strike against Evan. Katie, you have a chance to pull even at 2-2 two to two right now uh, with an answer. Uh, Gravis Vasquez. That is correct. Yes. All right, so Katie's got two. Evan, back to you. You have one strike. Jonas Valanciunas. That is correct. Katie, back to you. Dwight Bucks. <laughs> Dwight Bikes was not on this team. Ah. I had to double check the list for a second. Uh, no, no Dwight Bikes. That is your first strike. Evan, back to you. Bruno Caboclo. That is correct. That was the season where he uh, had that game where he scored eight points and Landry Fields also played. Oh, fuck. <laughs> well... Landry Fields doesn't count anymore. <laughs> That's okay. You just got him off, too. Oh, my That's God. Fine. That was so Bush League. Uh, <laughs> so there's 14 available answers now. Uh, hopefully you weren't about to say Landry Fields, Katie. Uh, Never. Okay. No. So there's nine remaining people. <laughs> I'm a dumb idiot. Katie, back to you. I'm very upset with myself. I didn't say this name first. Amir Johnson. Hell yeah, Amir Johnson. Uh, you're at three now. You're both at one strike. Evan, back to you. James Johnson? James Johnson did play for the team in this season. I had to check for a second. Yes, he did play. Played 70 games. So that's four now for Evan. Back to Katie. One strike. Chuck Hayes. Chuck Hayes is correct. That you <laughs> wonderful human being. Uh, all right. That is so far four each side. So there's six people remaining. On that roster that aren't named Landry Fields. Uh, <laughs> Evan, back to you. Um, Bebe Nogueira. Bebe Nogueira is incorrect. He did not play for this team. Uh, that is your second strike. Katie, it's back to you. My man, John Sanders. Uh... That is incorrect. John Sammons did not play in this game. <laughs> in this season, sorry. I thought he did. Damn. Uh, okay. Are you sure? I'm oh, sure. Right. I'm looking at the list right now. <laughs> uh, so it's all tied up before. You both have two strikes. This is big. Evan, what do you got? Patrick Patterson. Patrick Patterson is correct. So he gets you to five points in this round. Katie, you're sitting on four with two strikes. Lou Williams? Lou Williams is correct. Yeah, how do we Lou Williams? So there's four people remaining. Katie, you need to at least beat Evan by one point of the remaining four uh, in order to force a sudden, sudden death. Uh, Evan, it's your turn. Yeah. Um... Oh. <laughs> oh, who said Bebe? That was me. I fucked up. He played. <laughs> So, you, so I'm on one you're on one strike with six points because I'm a dumb idiot. 
<laughs> I thought he was. I, yeah, I thought he was dragged. This has been a long ass day. Okay. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I thought I so thought it at all. All right. Okay, so uh-huh. we're looking at three remaining guys. Uh, Evan, you're up with uh, with one strike. Uh, Fred Van Fleet. Uh, that is incorrect. That is your second I strike. Wish. <laughs> <laughs> That's your second strike, Katie. Uh, you need to get this to stay alive. Psycho T. Psycho T is correct. Yeah, he's the perfect staying alive guy. Yes, uh, it was pretty much his entire career, contract to contract. <laughs> uh, you're both sitting on two strikes now with six points. Back to where Ooh. we were before. I realized I screwed up with Bebe. Uh, and there are two guys remaining if I'm not a complete moron, which is very likely. There's two guys remaining. Evan, it's you. Delon uh, Wright? Delon Wright is not on this team. That is your third strike. Katie, it's all on you now. Um, and I want to thank the randos for coming through for me because it, uh, it's Greg Steamsma. <laughs> it is absolutely Greg Steamsma. <laughs> God bless the randos. And now that is because Evan is out, you have one chance to get the final player on this team. <clears throat> and if you get it, you win. If not, we go to a sudden death question. Um, okay. Jeez. Um. <clears throat> Oh, did we say Terrence Ross yet? Is that your guess? Yes. That is correct. Oh! <laughs> I was surprised I no one had... about Terrence Ross. I mean, we yeah. both did. Don't yeah, worry. Well, you guys are on the wrong side of history, forgetting about Terrence Ross. Uh, Katie, congratulations. What a, just a wonderful comeback win. Uh, eight to seven. Evan, that one point you got in the early rounds was not quite enough to, uh, to hold your lead. This was fun, guys. Uh, Evan, what do you have to say for yourself? I'm really mad at myself for getting a bit Terrence for us. <laughs> He's probably mad, too. I, I'm, yeah, I, again, I, I, I've said this on the podcast before, but there's a framed picture of Terrence Ross sitting above my desk that oversees, oh my all, of, that oversees all of these podcasts. And, That's uh, a shrine. That's not a, like, that counts as a shrine. <laughs> Uh, but I can tell from the look in his face, he's very disappointed in uh, in Evan. Katie, congratulations. Uh, you're going to move on to face the two seed, Dan Grant, in the next round. Dan just steam trained Philip Drost in the last round. So, uh, oh boy. This will be Great. fun. I'm thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you guys for coming at this on. Point, at this point, I'm cheering for Katie because I want to at least have lost to the eventual champion. That oh, is, uh, thanks, dude. <laughs> Katie, you are the upstart story of this tournament now. I'm, uh, I'm really excited uh, for your George Mason level run through this tournament. Uh, you're gonna upset Dan probably, and uh, Dan, he, he had a little bit of a rough go early on. He had some silly answers, but he ended up catching up and uh, and putting away Phil Drost. Uh, Katie, Evan, thank you guys for coming on. Katie, we'll talk to you uh, for the next round. Uh, Evan. Uh, we'll have you on when we do this next year, I suppose, and you can redeem yourself. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that was good. Uh, all right.
right, guys. Thank you so much. And uh, thanks so much to anyone who's tuned into t- t- today's episode. Uh, help control the pod population. Have this podcast rated and reviewed. And we will talk to you uh, tomorrow with another episode of Locked on Raptors and next Monday with another episode of the Locked on Raptors Andrea Bargnani Memorial Trivia Tournament. Uh, we have 40 matchups for you next week. It should be great. It should be dramatic. And uh, we will talk to you then. Have a good one. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.